This podcast is for educational and content purposes only. And thank you so much for listening and downloading the free Kit Martin podcast. On behalf of Stacey Stone, I'm Crystal McKenzie. I don't know if you can imagine a family member being put away in prison for the rest of his life for three murders he did not commit. But it happened to a dear friend of mine. His name is Christian Kit Martin. And this is the free Kit Martin podcast with Stacey Stone, who has three children with Major Martin. Now, Major Martin was a United States Army Ranger. And right now, he's having to use those Army Ranger resources to get through prison, a life prison sentence. And uh, when I say he didn't commit it, I mean it with all of my heart and soul. It was all over the TV for the world to digest when Court TV aired it back in June of 2021. The Kit Martin trial, Christian Kit Martin versus the state of Kentucky. The state of Kentucky ended up finding him guilty of killing three of his neighbors. He did not commit these murders. He doesn't have it in him. We know his character and hundreds of people have spoken up for Major Martin in spite of the fact that 12 people in Hardin County ended up finding him guilty. He's spending the rest of his life in prison. He's in a box right now and he fought for 30 years for the freedom, the very freedom we have to talk about it here on the Free Kit Martin podcast. We are taking this to a different level today. We slip it into a different gear. We now have a free Kit Martin podcast Facebook page. We now have a free Kit Martin podcast YouTube page. We will be going live on various social media platforms. And Stacy and I cannot wait to get this man's story out to you. Thank you so much for joining us today. With us is one of the dearest friends that Kit Martin has. I met Greg Josephchuk through the National Coalition for Men, which, of course, Kit had reached out to because he was having so many problems with his ex-wife, or at least somebody he thought he was his ex-wife, um, Joan Harmon. Joan Harmon ended up being a bigamist. She was also, according to sources, a pathological liar, and in my opinion, a psychopath. She put a wedge between Kit and his family like no one ever has. Stacy can speak to that. And we did that in the last episode. Joan got to plead the fifth with her son, EJ. And the jury had no idea they were pleading the fifth. They never got to meet Joan or her son. And the weirdest part of all of that is Joan had one of the victim's phones. As a matter of fact, the murders occurred in November of 2015. And on that same year, on New Year's Eve, she walked into an AT&T store and tried to get it wiped. Cameras caught her. Joan had the phone. Use that hashtag every time you talk about the free Kit Martin movement that we have going here. Greg Josephchuk, who helped us put together quite a rally on the day of Kit's sentencing. Greg, how are you feeling about the news yesterday? Well, it's clearly devastating news, very disappointing. Uh, Yeah, it's heartbreaking, to be honest with you. Yeah. I know I got a call from Stacy last night, and it was hard for me to uh, to try not to cry just hearing tears pouring out of your eyes like that. Stacy, are you doing better today? Uh, I am. I think that we just have to say, you know, it's just a bump in the road, and um, we know he's innocent, and we will just soon know what the next step is, and we'll proceed in whatever's the best manner to do that because we do know he's innocent. You have any ideas, Greg? Because I'm completely out of ideas at this point. Maybe I'm still too emotional about this decision. Well, yeah, there's you know there's several different thoughts that come to my head. 
had, you know, I mean, besides the, you know, I guess besides the legal one, which I think Stacy and I talked a little bit earlier, but, um, yeah, that one's got to be figured out as to who Kit retains going forward or uses going forward as his legal counsel because there's still going to be different options available to him to pursue uh, in the court. You know, bring on a lawsuit to push ineffective counsel as a legal theory. Right, um, right. That's always an option. That, I, that would be at the state level. And if that, I guess, and I'm not a... I've said this before, I'm not an attorney, never been to law school, but, you know, if, if he were to win that case, it would seem to me that would require him being retried again at the state level, at the trial court level. It doesn't necessarily right now go to the Supreme Court then. It's not just that decision, like after the Kentucky Supreme Court makes their decision and we lose. We basically, what what did they say? What did he lose yesterday? Did he lose the opportunity for the appeal? Yeah, basically his appeal was decided by the Kentucky Supreme Court and they affirmed the majority of the charges that he was convicted of, uh, and they reversed on two of them. The two that they reversed on were both arson-related, which, you know, there was absolutely zero, zero connection whatsoever introduced, you know, during his trial, that I can recall at least, that any way, shape, or form tied him to the fact that those vehicles were found on fire. Right. They tried to do the uh, Scott Smith testimony of, yeah, I smelt kerosene, and kerosene's what I smelled as a child. That was their testimony on that, and that was it. Yeah. So you could say that, quote-unquote, you know, he won on that part of his appeal, but there's still the bigger picture of, you know, capital murder uh, times three. So did you have any feeling about, I did notice on, which I'm not, none of us are lawyers, um, but did you get any feel for it? I don't know. And somehow it felt a little bit of a validation that one of the justices actually did believe that he needed a new trial. I mean, the others did not, but it, it was not a unanimous decision on the Supreme Court's part. And I just wondered what y'all may think about that. Ooh. Oh, I haven't read the whole decision yet. So, um, uh, I, and I certainly haven't read. Uh, I know it was a split decision. By my count, it was a four to two split decision with two judges dissenting, and I have not read the dissent, the two dissents that they published yet as part of okay. the. Uh, so um, uh, I am most interested, and I will be reading reading that tonight. Uh, I'm on the road right now, but when I get to my destination, I intend to read, of course, the entire transcript uh, or ruling I should say and, um, and including the dissenting judge's opinion you know anytime you have two Supreme Court justices issue a dissent certainly very much noteworthy it's you know I'm sure you know if kid has a new attorney team or a new attorney you know I would imagine that attorney's going to look very closely at what the dissenting judges said as much as he'll look at the overall opinion of the court and why they didn't why they didn't reverse on the other charges. When I saw that, I said, you know, at those moments when it's so disheartening and, you know, the family's upset and, you know, in those moments you're you're just grasping for anything that might ease the pain a little bit, you know, and 
to see that one of those justices, and I don't think that we need to call out names, but one of those justices actually did not agree with the decision. And that's that's my interpretation of what I read, and I, I read through that last night. So, Greg, I do think that'll be something that um, you'll be interested in reading, um, and Crystal, because it's uh, was to me very telling. Yeah, uh, that this is definitely not, in my opinion, beyond a reasonable doubt. So. Oh, man, it just brings all, it just opens all the wounds again. That's what happened yesterday with the Kentucky Supreme Court. Uh, Also, let's not forget that somebody, one of those judges, recused himself from this situation. I don't know if we should drop his name or not, but I would like to know the reason why. Uh, Does anybody know? I don't know why. I don't know why that judge uh, recused himself from the trial. From hearing his case or his appeal, uh, yeah, no idea, but... uh, Kinda, I mean, in some ways it doesn't matter because he didn't hear it. So. Right. So, you know, again, when you hear, like, these names coming up early and then these other people recuse themselves, that's what happened. There was some recusing going on at the beginning of the original trial, too. So it's just interesting to me that we had a Supreme Court justice, and I'll go ahead and say his name, Kelly Thompson, uh, went ahead and recused himself from Kit Martin's trial. I would like to know why, and I would like, you know what, I will step out and, and see if I can get an interview with him or his office and see if I can get an answer to that. I'm at a loss for words right now. What can we do, Greg? I mean, other than what we have been doing, reaching out to Kit, starting a podcast like this, we certainly are going to keep his name in the lights. But, um, man, it seems like our chances are getting less and less to get him out of jail quickly. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, again, you know, any publicity, any way to stoke the fires again and have the media look into any of this is always appreciated. So I think, I think there's a small window here now it's you know it's it made news again at least in the somewhat in the state of kentucky uh, i don't know if it made news beyond that i, I kind of doubt it but but you know letters to the editor you know somebody someone that can uh, you know get a an article printed kind of as a editorial or rebuttal to right you know any articles that are out there i mean that that certainly It Um, really is, man. If you think about how, you know, some of the biggest trials ever started, you know, really and truly with really good journalism. And so we can be at this point, we're going to have to be a lot more vigilant about reaching out to the massive media out there. You know, we did uh, bombard Dateline. And we got them to come and do a story. You know, Keith uh, Keith Morrison actually came and did the story and interviewed Kit. And so that's all on our the free Kit Martin podcast Facebook page is what you can check out. And that's where we're starting to put a lot of that stuff up there. And I'm telling you, that's going to help, too. If we can just get a lot of people to the party. And now we are on YouTube. Uh, you know, the the next thing that we're going to have to do, Stacy, is just go on YouTube and start talking to the people and really and truly answering the comments. And that opens yourself up to, you know, a battle of sorts because you're going to get a lot of trolls and stuff in there. But I'm ready for that fight if you are. We have to be on YouTube. Do you agree? It is boxing gloves on if that's what it has to be. Um, I was hoping, as most of us were, um, you know, Kit's Army, that we could do this quickly and get to the truth quickly um, and get, you know, our veteran friend out. But it doesn't look like it's going to be a quick process. And we today, it's fresh. 
we're just coming out to address because there's so many people that have been wanting comments to see what you know the family had to say or anybody had to say about Kit's side. I guess probably wanting to know if we were giving up or we were trudging forward. And there, I will say, there is absolutely zero give up in 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 our vocabulary. No, we're not going to we give know up. That he's innocent. And today we do not have all the answers. We will be talking with attorneys. We will be getting the answers that we need as to where we go from there. And we will be pursuing. And that's that's the best statement that I know how to give about that part of it. Now, um, now let's talk about fundraising. It's going to be so important right now that the public trust us. And, yes. um, and we are going to start selling merchandise. And we have all kinds of ideas. Some of it's already into fruition and moving along. But not only that, but like a crowdfunding thing like you did, Greg. And I think, I, well, I thought that was a brilliant. Now, where are we with all of that? Can we talk about a little bit of what you did with the crowdfunding and raising some funds and what it was for? Uh, yeah, certainly. So I crowdfunded funds that we still have sitting in a bank account to try to get a documentary done, only to find out that it was exceedingly more expensive than anything I ever imagined. However, on the plus side is I have been in contact and have been partnering with a filmmaker out of California, a renowned documentary crime story type filmmaker. I'm not going to use his name right now. We haven't inked any sort of deal, but um, we are committed to trying to get one of the major streaming companies to sign off on producing a documentary uh, around Kit's case. Unbelievable. uh, Greg, that is absolutely, if we can do that along with Emilio's book and then suddenly Netflix or one of these great big streaming companies picks up your guys' documentary, I can't even tell you how excited I am about that. That is absolutely... Yeah, but take it, I mean, (laughs) you need to take it in, in context, right? The good news is, you know, I think we got our man who is willing to produce it. You know, the bad news is, is we've gone to several of the major streaming companies and pitched the project and we've been turned down, you know, on a repeated basis. But as Stacy said, I mean, we're not giving up. We're not going, we're, we're not going to take no as an answer. Uh, and it just means that we've got to refine the pitch and we've got to find the right, the right time and the right audience uh, within the major streaming companies that see the value in getting this story told. And, uh, <laughs> I could see Stacy you know, and I, I want Stacy and I to make a little appointment with, you know, Netflix and Greg, <laughs> let us market that for you. Um, uh, there's a couple of different places that we can go. It's not just a Netflix game out there. I mean, there's so many HBO and, you know, Showtime. And uh, so, yeah. So we've shopped it to at least five or six of them largest streaming companies out there and we're still shopping it i mean it's not that we're not done as i said we've been to i won't mention who but we've been to one of the major streaming companies i think this is the third third go round with them so yeah Yeah. oh that's good which always means that you know as long as they're willing to take a meeting there's always hope you know it's uh that's the truth as long as they're willing to take a meeting there's always hope so that's the you know that's the key 
Man, that is the truth. And uh, if they're taking up to three meetings, like, you know, just to get the gig, like I, I do have my dream job now, but to get it, it took 10 months and four interviews. You know, uh, they, they really want to make a solid decision in the entertainment industry when it comes to this kind of thing. And I think Kit's story is already a movie. My God, it is just absolutely fascinating how this whole thing unfolded. And again, coming up in April, April of 2024, we have to talk about Emilio Corsetti's book. Uh, we're at least hoping for April of 2024, the spring of 2024. It may even happen in March, but we are looking at uh, Emilio's book becoming a go out there and being sold to the public. And boy, that I think is going to be a game changer as well. Absolutely. I think you're right. Um, and, you know, to what the project that Greg's been working on and hats off to you, Greg, that's a lot of work to take on. But I think too, that if all our friends out there and the people that are actually listening to the podcast, researching, helping research the facts of this case and are actually have actually been supporters of Chris and are in Kit's army. I think if we could just humbly ask them to, you know, any information that they get from our podcast or from, uh, that they would just start spreading that word and letting people, the public, be more aware of what has happened yes. to an innocent man. And I think the more supporters that we have, the more opportunity that we will have for talent to join. Maybe, you know, with Greg, maybe there'll be somebody that can say, hey, let me team up with you and I'll get your foot in the door at these places. And somebody else says, I can do the pitch. And maybe, Greg, then that makes it not so overwhelming so there's so much work on you because i think we should all be able to join hands and 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 say no more right right no more because if it can happen to an army ranger major christian kit martin it can happen to any of us and believe me when i tell you it's real the small town corruption in kentucky is real and it is is destroying lives everywhere i can't imagine the family right now have you spoken with mr and mrs martin and uh aj and and the family and the twins have you spoke to anybody about this and how are they doing Stacy? yes um yesterday evening i actually got a text and and a friend said well here's the decision um so it must have been on a public site and i was so concerned that you know to me you know it's all about consoling someone being there it's no easy to way to say something like that but i didn't want them to read it on social media or right. you know something like that so i i called um aj and um amanda to me but i called her and um actually she missed the call and i was so you know his parents are um you know they're aging and, and i just they've been through so much and um so i called and uh his mother answered the phone but i asked to speak to his dad and you know, I just told him, and they're troopers. I mean, while they were hurt, and, uh, you know, there's been so much with this case that the family has already endured that it was like, well, you know, we really thought we'd have to go through to further steps. We didn't really expect this. None of us, even, even Kit, didn't expect this to be a slam dunk. Now, me, I'm still living over here in fairy tale world, and I'm thinking, everybody's good and everything's right and we're going to hold hands and sing kumbaya and this is going to be appealed and 
and we're going to have the trial and we're going home, you know. Uh, but the reality is we are in for a long haul. And the family, they are troopers. They are strong. They are uh, supporters of kids. And they absolutely are so appreciate, have so much appreciation to all the people like you, Crystal, and you, Greg, who are stepping in and saying, no, let me see, what can I do to help? And, you know, for everyone that does anything, whether it's share a post or, you know, share the podcast or um, send him an email or write a nice note, any a prayer, send a prayer up, you know, all of those things go into play. And it just keeps us all together stronger in Kit's Army because there is strength in numbers. Right. And there's strength in standing together and we stand together. I got tears in my eyes right now. I want you to also talk about talking with Kit. Um, did you uh, have a conversation with him yesterday? I did. And this is where it's a little harder to, um, he's such a trooper. You know, he's, it was loud in the background because my immediate fix it response was, oh my goodness, I got to get out of the kit. And um, so it's very loud. I sent, I reach him by, I will send an email and say, can you call me? Don't worry, no emergency, you know. And and he calls as soon as he can. And he called and, hey, you know, and, and it was loud. And I knew he was having a hard time hearing me. And uh, he said, well, I've been getting some emails. I know you don't have to say it, you know, kind of thing. And. And I could just hear, and he's probably, when he gets out, I'm going to be in trouble for this, but I could hear the cracking in his voice. And I know he couldn't mind. And it was just so hard. And, you know, one of the things, and I, if you don't mind, Crystal, I'd like to share some of the words that I've clung to that he has said, I'm sorry, that he has said to me. And, um, and then if we have time, I'd like to share if we get when we get to that point, depending on you know what else we need to talk about today, I'd like to share some startling statistics that he brought to my attention. Um, that kid is thinking about other people still to this day, and he said that he wants his army to know how much he appreciates them for standing with him, and that most days his belief in God, his friends, and his supporters is you know what gets him through each day and he said you know he looks back and his goal in his whole entire life was to protect us and our great freedoms in this country and he said it's very ironic how it's turned around and the very people he wanted to protect are now having to protect him and that's very humbling and he said I'm humbled you know and um, he said, but I would ask my supporters and my army to remember this is not just about Kit Martin. That's Kit's army is a movement. He said there's a crazy statistics out there about wrongfully convicted. And he said it is a growing problem. And he said, although with um, things like the Innocence Project and good people out there there are being more and more um wrongful convictions that have actually been exonerated but some of the startling facts crystal is two to ten percent of convicted individuals in the united states prisons are innocent 
there are uh, 2,700 people been convicted and later exonerated in the U.S. just since 1989. Wow. That means that's a big number. Listen to this, Crystal and Greg. More than 23,950 years in prison have been served by proven innocent people. Oh, my God. Over 100 sentenced to death. Four are innocent, while only two of those are going to be exonerated. 69% of the wrongful convictions are just due to eyewitness misidentification. Now listen to this, 29% are wrongful convictions because of false confessions. Now that makes my mind go a lot of different places. Are they being pressured into this? How's that happening? 31% of murder convictions are official and or government misconduct. And I'm just going to leave that one right there for today. That can include misleading prosecution or inadequate legal defense or some kind of government interference. And 70% are from false allegations. And these people, I want to end that part by saying this, Crystal and Greg, and to our listeners, if that doesn't scare you in the United States of America, it absolutely should. Oh, yeah. Because you look in your house and you look at your your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, there is a very good possibility if we don't take a stand and correct what is wrong in our justice system, someone in your family, you're going to be affected by this. And it is very, very scary. It was not even a speck in our eye or a thought in our heart that an av- just an average middle-class family that thought we tried to do good each day, that this could happen to somebody in our life. Unbelievable. I can't imagine the pain. And I thank you so much for telling your story. Uh, Stacy here has three children with Kit Martin. And uh, they're all very concerned for her as well. You know, this is a dangerous thing to be a voice for the voiceless, especially in a dangerous situation like this. We already have three murders. And uh, we are not going to stop. Uh, The free Kit Martin podcast is going to continue. We are going to do some fundraising. We are absolutely going to try to get Kathleen Zellner. If we can get Kathleen herself, she will be Kit's lawyer. But we're going to need the help of the public. And that's where we want you to please contact us if you want to help us in any way. If you want to get a hold of Kit, we'll walk you through that. All of that is right there. Just email us and it's freekitmartin at gmail.com. You can email either Stacy or myself or both right there. Uh, freekitmartin at gmail.com. And again, the Free Kit Martin podcast has a YouTube page now. So I hope you're ready. Are the gloves really and truly um, off? Or are they, you know, are you ready for this, uh, Stacy? Because I am. I am ready, and I will not stop, and I know you won't either until there is no breath left in my soul, and I, I, I just won't. I just cannot sit back and, and see an innocent person dragged through the mud the way this man has been. I know he's one of your best friends in the world, Greg, and I, I want to thank you, too, because I know you do reach out to him all of the time, and you're on the uh, phone with him on a semi-regular basis. Just thank you so much for everything you have done for Kit as well. I know Stacy feels the same way. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you both so much. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, you know, Kit and I started fighting this type of injustice with uh, Kit in the, in the military, fighting wrongful convictions. And that's how we became friends. We kind of joined forces. He joined my board up here in North Carolina while he was living here. And uh, his family and I have been to up on Capitol Hill, talked to, uh, you know, talked to different senators and, and congressmen in the past. That was all before this travesty happened. Right. But, uh, I appreciate everything that that everybody has done from the National Coalition for Men as well. Um, He was reaching out to the National Coalition for Men, just trying to get help with the Jones situation and going in to the actual, uh, you know, uh, court martial that started this whole mess. And so one of the things that Emilio Corsetti pointed out to me is this all really started before the court martial, you know. So uh, you have to go back and when the whole story is painted for you like it will be this spring, and hopefully, like it will be with a documentary that Greg's uh, helping put together. Uh, and hopefully, just by us talking on a weekly basis about it here at the Free Kit Martin Podcast, we're going to keep a light on this American hero. And we are not going to shut up until he's out of jail. And I don't care what the Kentucky Supreme Court says. All of that, all of that yesterday told me that uh, there's still some corruption going on. And it's at the highest levels in the state of Kentucky. I'm going to also say, Crystal, that I'm going to make a public plea that if anyone out there has any information that is not, you you could be afraid to come forward, uh, but we assure you that we will do everything that we possibly can to protect you. Uh, But if you have any information that could help us to free Kit Martin, Please contact us. And again, we have an email address that's at freekitmartin at gmail.com. My phone number will be posted. You can call or text me. If I don't get back to you immediately, I will get back to you. And we, we are just making a public plea that if you can help us, we need you. Thank you, everyone. And we appreciate you, um, you taking the time to listen. And please... Share out the podcast, subscribe, and invite all your friends. Please be a part of this great army for kids. Thank you, Greg. We appreciate you so very much. And we are all in on helping you with anything else you need in crowdfunding and all of that. All we have to do is be organized about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank both of you again for everything that you're doing for Kit Crystal. It's, it's great having you doing these podcasts and trying to get it out on different social media platforms really appreciate that because again the more people become aware of this i think the 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 stronger the the cry for for getting them out will will be and that's what we need we need a we need a tsunami not just a a a wave but a a tsunami of support out there to really elevate this and and get it out uh and shine a spotlight so that the whole nation can see what a travesty has been done to frankly an american military hero yeah, you know, and Stacy brought up a little while ago, you know, that uh, Kit was talking about the fact that he fought for all of these people who are helping him now. You know who else he fought for? The people who put him into this position. And that is what enrages me about the Christian Kit Martin case. This man is yes. an American hero. He fought for you, too. And we need for anyone who has any information on this to please step up. Freekitmartin at gmail.com. Look for this episode on YouTube, 
we appreciate you so very much, all of Kit's Army. God bless you. And we'll see you next time on the free Kit Martin podcast. On behalf of Stacey Stone, I'm Crystal McKenzie.